0: hey guys what's up it's mel welcome to seat at the table podcast i'm so excited to have you here for season two i know that the lord is going to do something great in all of your lives and hey listen if you want to support the podcast comment subscribe and share it to your family and friends everyone needs to hear about god's word and this is an amazing way to be touched by jesus i pray that this season is a blessing to your life and that the lord may speak to you on the areas of your life that he wants you to work on god bless you and let's get started Hey guys, welcome to Seat at the Table podcast. This is your host, Mel Rodriguez, bringing episode 5 of the podcast titled Dangerous Friendships. So this episode is actually something that I, that I didn't plan to speak about, but it's something that the Lord put in my heart as I was thinking about what message to bring here to the podcast. Now I just want to say this podcast is a safe space it's a safe space to be honest with god it's a safe space to learn about the word and most importantly it's a safe space to talk about conversations that are a little bit difficult sometimes as i was writing this episode i just thought of how much Um, I struggled with these things and I know many people have struggled with them as well. In the world, we're so easily influenced and it's so easy for us to fall into many traps, especially as believers. Um, And as we start to accept Jesus, as we start to live a life with him, you know, we can encounter some people that are not the best for us. And so although God calls us to have friendships, we have to be aware, you know, of certain friendships that can hurt us and can damage our walk with God. For example, I don't know if you've ever had a friendship in your life um where you knew that what the person was doing was wrong but yeah you were participating in it anyways and so that's actually something that's called influence you know it's to me influence is like the devil's pra- playground like the devil loves to use influence because he knows that our human minds are so um, vulnerable are so susceptible to the lies of the enemy he knows how easy it is for us to be convinced and for us to go against god and it reminds me when when he was tempting eve in the garden like you will not certain certainly die like he was over here telling eve something that god had already told her would happen and so he was not only like bending that lie but he was he was lying to eve completely to make her fall into sin and the same way the influence in our lives is so strong is so powerful because sometimes we'll meet people thinking that they have good intentions and then we start to not only get close to them and then we realize that that truly we're starting to become just like them and the things that we're participating in and sometimes we're those kinds of friends we ourselves have not worked with god one-on-one to be able to be transformed in his image and so therefore we start to act like the world and we drag other people with us and so it's very important that we're aware of these things you see, because if you are not connected with God and you're living a spiritually blind life, you will not be able to see the red flags in people. And that's going to cause you to not only make irrational and bad decisions when it comes to your inner circle. I know that as believers, it's so difficult. Even if you're not a Christian, I know that there's so many people out there that struggle with influence because they know that it's a real thing. They know how easy it is um, for, for us to fall into that lie that we have to do The things that other people are doing just to fit in with them you see but what happens is that the more that you become influenced by the world and less by jesus your convictions will be pushed aside you see the voice of god will start to become distant because you have made your bad influences around you your idol and what i mean by this an idol is like something that you praise it's something that you worship it's something that you're obsessively obsessed with it's it's kind of like you know how like in the in the you know how like in the first five books of the bible the Bible talks a lot about um, idolatry, talks a lot about how God's people fell into idolatry um, in after they got out of Egypt and into the promised land. They started doing all of these things. And so an idol is, is something that you worship. You see, God takes us out of the messiest situations that we're in, but it's so that we may glorify him. It's so that we may worship him. And so what do we do as humans? Like we start to get attached to everyone around us and we start to become so close to them that we start to worship. The ground they walk on, and that's wrong. We're not supposed to idolize people, the only one that we're supposed to be worshiping and glorifying is Jesus. You see, God has so many ways of telling us to be careful about the people we let into our lives. It's not this is not for you to become antisocial, but it is vital to make sure that you are reading your word and you're spending time with God. Because if you're not reading your word constantly and I mean every day, if you're not having your one on one with God, I promise you, you are so exposed to the lies of the enemy you are so exposed to the influence in the world around you because this world is bombarding us constantly with different things They're, they're shoving down things that are not from god at all and so what happens is for example it's like oil and water you can't you can't mix both of them they separate and to be able to live a life with Jesus you have to check the people that you are living your life with you have to check if they are living a life for Jesus you cannot be a friend of the world and a friend of god no that's not how it works i really wanted to get into this because i want to ask you guys in what ways can friends influence us and as i'm giving you these questions i'm gonna jot down um, many ways that our friends can influence us i'm just gonna say a bunch of of ways that you know um, friends can influence us incorrectly Um, and so i want you guys to take this question with you and truly meditate on it so i wrote a couple of things and the first one was. The way that friends can influence us is we fall into deception you see first corinthians 15 33 says do not be deceived bad company corrupts good morals you see to be deceived in this verse is to be led astray from what you already know if you are walking with god in obedience you have a relationship with him you know his word and you already know what it says but to be deceived means to go from knowing god to be doing everything he warns you not to do so for example your mom is telling you uh, don't do this because i don't know don't touch the pan because you're gonna get burned so what do you do you know that if you touch the pan you're gonna get burned but you still touch it anyways and guess what you get burned the same thing happens with this verse in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 33 Bad company corrupts good morals. So you're over here living your life for Jesus. You're all happy because, you know, you're living for the Lord. You're doing all of these things. You're walking in obedience. But then bad company comes around and and you immediately fall into sin. You immediately forget the fact that you're living a life for God. And you just let a person that you feel like is much more important turn your morals around and you know that's not okay that's something that's very difficult sometimes to control but it's usually a warning that the person that you have in your life is not from god at all you see the first warning is about deception we are not to be deceived into thinking what god is telling us is either not true or doesn't apply in our situation Let's be real guys. We love to we love to like pick pocket our our bible. We love to just pick and choose whatever bible verse fits and we love to just use the bible like that, but it's not meant to do that at all because what happens is that we start to think that God's word is convenient, you know, is is something that like we're just going to apply every once in a while or sometimes think of a verse and just completely apply it the wrong way or not even apply it at all. So, you see we are not to be deceived into this because this this warning from god to be careful with the company that we have around us is so that we may take care of the people that we have around us is for us to take care of our walk with jesus it's because after all we want to follow our heart and to our heart be true but yet we willingly forget god states our heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked you guys listen our heart is so deceitful and sometimes our heart loves to tell us that these people are good for us or that these people are following god whatever but yet they're living a blind double-sided life and what happens is is that when those things start to be exposed and you start to hang out with them more and more you will eventually turn just like them and little by little you will realize that the same things that you said to God that you wouldn't do, you're already doing. That's why the Bible says your heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Jeremiah 17 9 says that. So to have the knowledge of God, a heart would be the last thing we want to follow. Like if we really had the knowledge of his word, if God would like if God poured out his wisdom on his wisdom on you and he truly continued to not only transform your life but also the way that you see things the last thing that you would want to do is follow your heart because your heart is not your heart is not in your best interest you see we live in the flesh we live in the flesh and if you're living in the flesh and not in the spirit and what i mean by this is if you're living a life of disobedience you cannot lean on your own understanding at all you cannot even lean on your own opinions and your own advice and much less when it comes to friendships so when we start our christian walk not only are we more exposed to falling into the lies of the enemy but some people they lack spiritual maturity and they're living a life of sin and and they don't even realize it god warns us explicitly that we shouldn't surround ourselves with people that can cause us to stumble if we're living a life of holiness what are we doing what are we doing hanging out with people that cuss that gossip and that are far from god like come on if we're living a life for jesus why are we hanging out with people that are dropping five f-bombs and saying all of these things and they're gossiping about other people and they're talking about other people like why are we doing that because what happens is is that you start to think the conversation is good and then you start gossiping too and then not only do you have to repent but you also have to check yourself and so that's the power of dangerous friendships you're over here thinking that this person is good for you until you sit down with them to have lunch and then 10 minutes in, they're already talking about their own brothers and sisters behind their back. And so this is not to judge or condemn, but let's normalize the fact that we do have to love one another in the faith but we don't need to have friendship with just anyone okay like we don't need to have friendship with every single person that we know we have to be careful who we surround ourselves with for many reasons friends not only influence you but will cause you to distance yourself from jesus if they don't love god or follow his ways number two you start to become just like them second corinthians chapter two verse fifteen For we are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. Not only are we to God an aroma, an aroma is like a pleasant smell. You know, we're a pleasant smell to God. The way we live our lives is so important and the way that we behave you see how is god looking at you how is god um how are you an aroma to the lord is it like a bad smell because of the way that you're living or is it a pleasant smell where he looks at you and he's pleased with you because he knows that you're keeping his word in your heart not only that but we're also called to be the salt of the earth and to not lose our saltiness what do people see when they see you you see it will show that the aroma that we carry those are the friendships that we're going to attract those are the people that we're going to attract in our lives um when i'm saying this i'm thinking about like how are you going to just like it's it's like it's like being a Christian like you're being a Christian and yet you're trying to get along with someone from the world yet your views don't align and your life doesn't align and so there's no connection that's how it's supposed to be okay you're not supposed to be a friend of the world you're supposed to be a friend of god you're supposed to be living your life for him and because um and because of the aroma that you carry those are the friendships that you're going to attract if you're over here carrying this worldly aroma those are the people that you will attract to your life you cannot expect to have christian friendships with people that literally base their life on jesus when you're over here cussing and gossiping like that's not how it works and that's why it's so dangerous for us to have just any kind of friendship we have to evaluate the people around us and truly ask god lord is this person in my life does this person in my life have the best interest you know If we are not mature and if we are not good friends, we can't expect to have mature and good friends as well. Some of us are not ready to handle mature friendships as Christians. We're not ready to be able to have someone in our life that is truly sent from God and and truly mature because we ourselves have not matured yet. But what does God say about those who can discern what people they should surround themselves with? You see, psalm actually goes into this the book of psalm actually goes into this starting with the first chapter and the first verse it says blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked or stand in the way that sinners take or sit in the company of mockers but whose delight is in the law of the lord who meditates on his law day and night that person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither whatever they do prospers and so blessed are those who do not walk in step with the wicked this is talking about friendships this is talking about our influences we're blessed because we live a life that's set apart we're blessed because we don't live a life like everyone else because we don't have the need to please everybody um, around us just to fit in with them you see, these are the people that realize their calling and how must they take care they must take care of their ministry, their job, their marriage, their morals as a Christian. Those are blessed people, blessed people that are wise. And so I talk about this because sometimes we don't realize to the extent of how much friendships that are not set from God will really damage us. And I don't know if the Lord has blessed you with so much in his in your life. Um, But I know that the Lord has blessed me so much in my life. And so therefore, I have a responsibility to take care of my testimony, to take care of the ministry that God has entrusted me with, to take care of, um, of everything. Like, I have to take care of the way that I carry myself. Why? Not because I have to, but because I'm a child of God. I'm called to live differently. And so the same way God has called you to live differently if you're living for Jesus. And if you're not, you know, it's never too late to start. But what I'm trying to say is that, like, we have to take care of how we're behaving ourselves. We have to take care of how we're carrying ourselves because we're going to attract people that we are. You know, if if we're not following Jesus and then we're going to attract people from the world. I want to encourage you guys to take care of the ministry God has given you, whether that's a, a position at church Whether that's something that God has called you to do, whether there's a gift that God has given you, take care of that. Um, Grow that gift. Don't let that fire burn out. Because what happens is when you start to get distracted with other things, with friendships that are not meant to be in your life, What happens is that you start to just discard everything that God is giving you. And you start just um, tainting your image. You're a daughter or you're a son of the king. You know, take care of your image. That's why the Bible says, Blessed is the one who does not walk in step with the wicked. Because they know what bad friendships could cost them. And trust me, it can cost you everything. But this psalm convicts us and teaches us where we stand. Because verse 2 says, But whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night... These wise people know what people they should have in their lives. If you are wise, if you're a person that's smart, if you're a person that not only knows the Lord, but you are also educated on the word of God, you know what kind of people you should have in your life. You know the way that you should behave. And so I think that this is something so powerful because there's nothing more heartbreaking than making the time for someone you call your friend. And then the minute that they open their their mouth the holy spirit just feels so uncomfortable that he leaves like he literally walks away like imagine putting god in that position and and sometimes like we do that every single day whether we're living a life of sin or living a life for jesus we sin every day we're not perfect but yet there's a difference between living living for the world and living for god are you're a child of the most high what are your friendships going to look like you know, your decisions will determine your fruit. What kind of fruit are you bearing as a child of God? What kind of fruit are your friends bearing? The Bible says you will know them by their fruits. What fruits are the people in your life bearing? That will be evidence of either God's work in their lives or over, or over the fact that they're living a life um, in the world. And so, ask yourself: Is my inner circle pleasing God? Is the table I'm sitting at glorifying God? Because if that's where you find yourself today, I honestly want to encourage you to take a hard look at your friends and think if they are drawing you closer to God or far from him. You see, there's no friend like Jesus. He is loyal. He is good. He is faithful. And in his timing, he will surround your life with people who love him and his word. Friends who will draw you to God, to obey him, and friends that bear good fruit. This is not an episode to just completely make you feel bad. About yourself, listen, we all go through this stage in life where we fill our life with people that will only drive us far from God but the but the intention of this episode is to really draw you guys to a conclusion, and that is this: is the only one that can truly guide us is God. The only one that can truly give us sound advice is Jesus, and he's the one that's going to put the people in our lives that are meant to be there. He's the one that's going to bless us with people that love him. And I promise you, if you truly with faith ask God to put those people in your life and to take away those that are not giving you anything good, not materialistically, but they're not feeding you spiritually. They're not praying for you. They're not giving you they're not giving you word then you need to ask God to take away those friends, you need to cut off those friendships, and you need to ask God to not only work in your heart, but to also put the right people in your life. And so I really want to pray for you guys that are struggling um, with influence, that are struggling with, you know, just feeling good and just being content in your Christian walk that sometimes you have to go and have these bad friendships no i know that it gets lonely sometimes i know that it gets tough but realize that the more that you let these bad influences come into your life the more that they will not only taint you and and you know hurt your image walk in separation walk in holiness with jesus that's what he desires for you and so i want to pray for you guys and my prayer is my prayer is this God, I come before you and I repent for being far from your ways. I'm sorry for not living a life that's holy, in obedience to you and for not honoring you with the friendships I currently have. Help me, Lord, to wait on you as you will provide friendships who love you, who will draw me closer to you. I turn away from my sin. I want to start living my life for you, committed and surrendered to your will. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I hope you guys enjoyed episode 5 of dangerous friendships i know that this was something probably a little bit difficult to hear but it's truly something that i needed to hear back then so desperately my prayer is that god has not only spoken to your heart but he's truly revealed the areas of your life that need some that needs some improvement and so don't worry nobody's perfect we're all we all struggle with different things this is something that you know we have to go through in order to grow but um, my prayer is that This word would just be sealed into your heart and you're able to apply it. God bless you and I will see you on episode 6 next Sunday.